Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, Third Conversation, November 22nd, 1666. He told me that the foundation of his spiritual life was an exalted idea and esteem of God in faith. Once he conceived it, his only concern was, in the beginning, to faithfully reject every other thought and to perform all his actions for the love of God. Sometimes a long time would pass without his thinking about God. Yet this did not disturb him. After he acknowledged his lowliness to God, he returned to him with a degree of trust equal to the misery he had experienced earlier when he had forgotten him. He said that the trust we have in God honors him greatly and brings us great graces. God cannot deceive, nor can he permit a soul abandoned to himself and resolved to endure everything for him, to suffer for a long time. He reached the point where his thoughts were exclusively of God. In his struggle against temptation, he could sense the temptation from the first moment. His experience of God's prompt help was such, however, that he sometimes allowed the temptations to advance. But at just the right moment, he called upon God, and they vanished completely. Similarly, when he had some matter to take care of, he never thought about it in advance. But within the necessary time period, he found in God, as in a clear mirror, what he needed at the moment. For some time now, he acted in this manner with no apprehension. Although before he had this experience of God's prompt help, he worried about everything. He remembered none of the things he did and was hardly even aware of them while he was doing them. So that on getting up from the table, he did not know that he had eaten. He acted in simplicity, in keeping with his understanding, and thus did everything for the love of God. He gave him thanks for directing his projects and a multitude of other activities. He did everything quite straightforwardly, and in such a way that he remained rooted in the loving presence of God. When his duties distracted him somewhat from thinking about God, God impressed a remembrance of himself on his soul, giving him so an intense an awareness of God, warming and inflaming him so strongly that he cried out and made exaggerated gestures, singing and jumping about like a fool. He was more closely united with God during his ordinary activities than when he put them aside to do his retreat exercises. 
which generally left him in great aridity. He said that he expected great physical or mental suffering to occur, and that his greatest trial would be to lose the perceptible awareness of God he had experienced for so long. But God's goodness assured him he would never abandon him and would give him the strength to endure whatever evil he would permit to happen to him. With that assurance, he feared nothing, nor had he any need to communicate with anyone concerning the state of his soul. Whenever he had tried to do that, he came out of it feeling more perplexed. In wanting to die and lose himself for the love of God, he feared nothing. For total surrender to God is the sure way, along which there is always light to guide us. In the beginning, we must faithfully act and renounce ourselves. And after that come only unspeakable delights. In times of difficulty, we have no recourse but to Jesus Christ, to ask him for his grace that makes everything easy. We settle for penances and private devotions, leaving aside love, our end. Our works prove this, and this is why we see so little solid virtue. Neither finesse nor learning is required to approach God. Only a heart resolved to devote itself exclusively to him and to love him alone. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Brother Lawrence had a strange experience. He felt closer to God, not so much in prayer, not in his retreat exercises, but in his ordinary activities. He was more closely to God, united to God in those times than in these retreat exercises where he felt aridity. Now, what's aridity? Aridity means dryness. Aridity means having no sensible satisfaction. No sense that what one's doing is worthwhile. And so he would do these retreat exercises and he sensed that it was almost like a desert. But yet when he would do his ordinary activities, whether he liked them or didn't like them, he was very close to God. What's the point? The point is that union with God is in the will. Union with God, united to God, happens when our wills are one with his. 
And what makes our wills one with his? A loving obedience. Obedience allows us to do what God commands. But love gives us that unity of will. And so when he's doing God's will in these ordinary activities, he was very closely united to God. Now, why is this important for us? Well, sometimes we feel like we can't follow the saints. We can't imitate them. But Brother Lawrence, in his simplicity, in his lack of education, in his lack of refinement, shows us a path that we can follow. It's not finesse. It's not learning that we need to approach God. It's a heart resolved to devote itself exclusively to him. The heart there is the will. What's fundamental is that God gives us a new heart and that we want to devote ourselves to him. We want to do his will. And it's that doing of his will. It's that following of him. Whatever that asks of us, that we find God. We find God above all in love, loving him alone. And when we love him, we want to do what he wants us to do. And it's in that loving obedience that we find union with God. If God's calling us to be attentive to him constantly in prayer, in retirement, then that's our path to holiness. If he's calling us to leave that sensible sweetness to go serve Christ in the poor or in teaching or in our families, that's what we do. Brother Lawrence was profoundly aware of God's presence. But remember, this is a loving knowledge. This is a loving knowledge that comes out of conformity of the will with God. We can always live in the presence of God by doing his will. We can live in the presence of God by surrendering to him in every moment. We don't have to crack our heads. We don't have to force ourselves to think so much. What we have to do is love. But loving God, doing his will is not easy. It's not easy. That's why we have to pray for the grace have recourse to Jesus Christ, to ask him for his grace. His grace makes easy what we can't do on our own. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.